everyone, you're listening to Talks and I'm Yo's brother and we're back with a new episode and we have a really special guest today who's also, I also know her in my personal life. Hi Nithya. Hello. Hi, I'm Nithya. Hi, I'm Nithya. Uh, I am a high school, or I am about to be a college freshman at UNC Wilmington studying creative writing and business. Sounds so fancy, creative writing and business. Um, and Nithya, how, how are you finding life? How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, just you know, it's summer. Mm-hmm. It's the summer before I start college, so there's not really much to do. Just cleaning out, preparing for college, and doing all that stuff, and writing when I'm free. Great. So basically, Nithya is a big book person. I don't know if that. Is there, is there something called a big book person? Well, yeah, I mean, you could say I book nerd, bookworm, book person. I'm I think sure. I'm going to say that. But it's offensive saying a bookworm. Like, can you call someone a bookworm then? Um, I think personally, like, call, uh, for me, if someone called me a bookworm, I wouldn't be offended. Uh, I do know, like, when I was back in middle school, calling mm-hmm. someone a book bookworm was like, whoa, okay, you're super uncool if you're a bookworm. But I think, like, that kind of stereotype just kind of doesn't really exist anymore. I think reading books is really cool now. Great. So this is my friend who's a bookworm. So we're going to talk a bit more about books today. Um, So let's go from the starting. How did your initial interest in books start? Like, when was the first time you, you took interest? So I think throughout my life I've always been interested in books uh, although I didn't really read as much as I do now until like around fifth grade when I read the Underland Chronicles or Gregor the Overlander by Shuzane Collins which is kind of mm-hmm. what sparked my interest in books in general and just mm-hmm. my book obsession phase <laughs> and I, I, cred- I credit that series as the first series I've ever read um even though i've definitely read books before that that was the series that really started my interest yeah like if i mean uh, the books that you read because i've got a few friends who tell me that they hate reading books but i feel like if you find the right book in the right <laughs> the right point of your life you basically gain interest it was ba- like that for me for harry potter because that was the first book i suppose that that really got me into reading six parts of it. So, yeah, I think everyone needs to start with something small. But do you know the book you've mentioned? It was that was that like a small book, or was it like um, a proper novel starting off? I think it's around like three hundred pages. Um, it's okay. definitely mm-hmm. a middle grade fantasy series. It basically the book follows this. It's like Alice in Wonderland, but it happened. But if it happened mm-hmm. in New York City. So this boy uh, goes down to his laundry room in New York and falls down the laundry vent and discovers this world where there is giant bugs and things. And it's very cool. <laughs> that, that sounds nice. But I think initial favorites when I was in, when I was at like around year five was Wimpy Kid because um, yeah. the the yeah the protagonist was a very lazy boy and I uh, um, I was very lazy. I'm still lazy, but I, I kind of associated myself with the protagonist. So, yeah, I really love that, that book. So, 
So, do you dis- yeah? No, 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 sorry, continue. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so sorry, just keep interrupting stuff, but yeah, you were saying something. Oh no, I, just, I was just saying, like, I feel like a lot of people mm-hmm. who don't normally read gravitate yeah. towards Bimpy Kid a lot of the time. Like, my brother doesn't read at all, like, he doesn't touch a book, <laughs> and yet he has read all of the Bimpy Kid series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah. They're, they're definitely, they're great for getting people into reading. That's the thing for Wimpy Kid, because Wimpy Kid is not like, it's, it's not something fictional, you can't say mm-hmm. fictional thing, but it, it's not, it's, it's very simple. It's got very simple language as well. So I think, and then it's, it, I, I love Wimpy Kid, but my, my, my personal favorite is obviously Harry Potter, but yeah. Harry Potter is I think, amazing. Yeah. Harry I, Potter I think, is classic. Yeah, and I also like Divergent as well. But I think, um, yeah, I mean, I can't choose. But um, I, I was very amazed after reading the first part of Harry Potter because um, it was just fab. It wasn't. It wasn't something that I've read before, and I've. I don't think I've read any fictional books before I read Harry Potter. So. I, I was very amazed, but yeah, that's how it's that. But anyways, getting back to you, do you believe that there are people who tend to say that they don't like reading are the, are the ones who, un- who haven't found the right book? Because I kind yeah. of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we definitely talked about Wimpy Kid being like the entry rate to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and so it is Harry Potter. And like I said, mm-hmm. for me, myself, I didn't really... Mm-hmm think of myself as a big book reader until I read the Gregor series. So it's mm-hmm. like, I think when people say I don't like reading, they mm-hmm. often t- haven't found the right book or yeah. haven't given reading a chance because, you know, reading, if you look at it, is kind of a boring activity. It's been not very different from school. Like, you're just reading a book, but I feel like when you give it a chance, like truly, I feel like there's something for everyone. and. Reading is almost, finding the right book is, and reading in general, is almost like finding the right TV show, you know? Um, yeah. It's a long piece of media that you're not gonna like everything you watch in a TV show, like all the TV shows that you watch, but, and same goes with books, you're not gonna enjoy all types of writing styles in books. Um, like, I don't particularly enjoy Wimpy Kid, but you know, you really enjoyed Wimpy Kid, that's sort of fine, you know? <laughs> you won't get it <laughs> but um yeah it's the same with the tv shows because when you read a book and you, maybe it could be the first chapter sometimes you might not get into it but then um eventually you'll go into the same with the tv shows because you don't get it i mean you there might be a few that you get into as soon as you watch them but then i feel like i need i need some time to get into the tv show like I need to push myself for the first two episodes or three and then I get into the show so it's the same with books as far as I know yeah definitely it's the same for me here like I don't I don't get invested in every mm-hmm. single book I pick up at the library you know I for a nine yeah. out of ten books I don't really and I, I pick up at the library I read the first page and then put back on the shelf because I'm not interested and it's mm-hmm. just the matter of finding the books that do interest you and that you do want to read. Mm-hmm. 
that's the other way around for me i just i just don't find any interest any in anything so i'm like you need to do something rather so i just push myself into something and it, it gets interesting yeah. yeah um also i think there's a lot of discussion around what to read like academic books or storybooks and it's often seen like these storybooks are often like diverse from your actual sense of goals this is not me saying this but what's your take on this do you think this is i think there's a lot of prevalent around brown people but are storybooks really a waste of time or how, how do you contemplate this uh i don't think storybooks are a waste of time at all mm-hmm. um yeah. you know some of the greatest i feel like the thing with storybooks is storybooks convey humanity in a way that you don't find in non-fiction you know when you read non-fiction you are getting information about a certain thing from mm-hmm. like a scientific a sociological yeah. or some other form of way it's where it's just pure non-fiction when you're reading fiction you are almost it's almost like reading about a different person even though they're not real um like you get to like for me for example yeah. i have learned a lot of things about the world through fiction uh, about different types of people that exist in the world and uh i want to bring talk about the way you uh, i also want to bring up academic books because since you mentioned that it's uh, mm-hmm. also academic books people refer to classics as you know better than modern books because they are written by old authors and they use like yeah. an old type of language and things so they're theoretically better english but again that's again the books you read each book has its own flair to it its own message and mm. it doesn't matter what whether it's non-fiction or fiction it's not a waste of time because at the end of the day those stories have morals and those stories yeah. you you're you're able to empathize with the character and learn about a certain type of person through that character and i don't think it's a waste of time uh i kind of just rambled mm-hmm. i don't know if i made sense <laughs> yeah i i think it does make sense yeah you were just trying to say as far as i understood by the fact that storybooks are kind of e- like cuz you do learn something from story fictional books as well mm-hmm. isn't that Yeah, it's not like you're not learning anything. And I feel like sometimes fictional books broaden your imagination, which academic books can never do. Yeah. Um they don't box you into like, you know how how your brain's always put into a box when you're reading academic books because you like you have to just take in the information. But when you're reading a story a fictional book, you take it you just imagining stuff. So I think that's one good thing about it. Cuz we've got so far, I know this is not part This is not planned. This is not a planned question. But do you prefer uh, books? I mean, actual books, or do you do you like Kindle better or the digital ones? Uh, I definitely prefer physical books because something about reading on my phone. Mm. You know, first of all, it's not very good for your eyes, and second of all, it's just I don't know. Something about flipping a page and smelling the book and just holding it in yeah. your hand is just really nice. So yeah, I. I, I I think I've never read a full digital book ever because it just doesn't motivate me to read it. Like maybe because I'm not keen enough, but <laughs> I don't know. 
Yeah, same uh, here. Like, I didn't think I would get into ebooks until I lost one of my books in the plane a while ago, and I was I wanted <laughs> to finish the book. So, um, in the middle of the plane, like as soon as we got to the airport, and I had Wi-Fi, I downloaded the ebook and started reading. But okay, you actually did that. You lost your book, and then you downloaded an ebook. Yeah. Without yeah. looking for the other book. <laughs> Well, it wasn't. So what happened was like it was yeah. like a really long flight, and huh. it it was like three a.m. in the morning. Our flight was delayed three times. We didn't know what we were doing, and I don't know how, but I lost my book, and I had to finish the story. <laughs> That's actually so funny. Yeah, but you were actually invested in the story, weren't you? <laughs> oh, I definitely was. It was wonderful. It was a great. So, book, what is what, what's the book? Uh, so it is the third series in Leigh Bardugo's Grisha Wars. It's the first book of the King of Scars duology. That's called King of Scars, and it is very oh, nice. good. Now I know why. Uh, yeah, it's basically you guys know the Netflix show Shadow and Bone, right? Um, yeah, so, I've heard of it. Yeah, so yeah. basically that is adapted from a book series Shadow and Bone, mm-hmm. and then the series yeah. after that Six of Crows. So. Um, off track topic, but yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I, I I did watch it after a close friend of mine kept recommending me on her stories. So, yeah. um, <laughs> so how was your experience from writing? Because you you seem to like experiment. Okay, what did you write? You you did tell me you wrote something big. What was that? Sorry. Uh, so I've been writing this one. Didn't you? Yeah, I I quote unquote wrote a book. Um, uh, that is kind of a vague statement and not really exactly true because I'm not finished with it. But it's also like four drafts in and I'm confused as heck is what's happening with it. But wow. writing, yeah. so writing is a journey, um, mm-hmm. and it's it's writing is challenging. Writing is hard, but it's also really beautiful because you're creating a world and characters and people out of literally nothing and it's really yeah. cool yeah yeah but doesn't it require a lot of imagination as well because like you're just creating stuff out of no nowhere like yeah yeah, yeah. i would never yeah. be able to do that like create stuff out of nowhere i think um, you totally can really i think you I can probably... you oh, probably can you. you just have to try yeah yeah i just have to try Thanks, Nathan, for the motivation. <laughs> um, but I will I'll certainly will. But then I need to. But I feel like you know when you have to do something, you need to have a lot of experience, like background work, like because you've read so many fictional books, and I haven't read any fictional books. I've just read two or three series. Mostly all the books that I read. Maybe it's because of the fact that I do sciences. I have to read a lot of academic and non-fictional books, like something related to physics or something. Which are kind of boring, but then again, you need to push yourself for the university's admissions. So, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm actually fine. Yeah, you know, it's like just because you read a lot more nonfiction and don't really read a lot of fiction does not mean you're not going to be good at fiction. You're just going to write a different type of fiction than you know, say something that I would write. You're just going to mm-hmm. have a different perspective in your writing than you're writing. Yeah. So. I wouldn't say you're bad at it. I think, and as when it comes to background experience, you're not gonna get experience unless you start writing. So, I think you'd be really good at writing. Oh, as someone who, 
as someone who is a very funny person and as someone who is like who's just such a wonderful person with a great personality and who like I don't think I can see anyone not liking and just just being just you know Raka um like the my parents are actually really butterfly. No, my parents my parents are going to be really happy because for the next week I'm planning not to eat anything <laughs> after this session with you. <laughs> Because I'm kind of full, um, uh, but that's so sweet of you. Thank you. Um, so, are there any tips that you're doing? Like, any tips for someone who's aiming to write? You've just given me so many tips yourself, but like for proper, serious writers, is there any uh, tips that you'd like to give them? I think the thing with writing is, and mm-hmm. the biggest tip I can give anyone is to just start uh, opening a page. and starting yeah. is the hardest part of writing whether that be starting a chapter starting a paragraph starting a sentence sitting down and typing words or handwriting words is the hardest and i think the main thing because we mm-hmm. want our first we want what we write to be perfect that is just human of us and it's yeah and i and the one tip i would give to a fellow writer is to let go of that perfection and start writing because you can always go edit a page that is already written no matter how bad it is but if you have nothing to base something off of then you can't do anything further so my biggest tip is stop being afraid stop doubting yourself you are definitely a writer if you want to write so just write and that's my tip yeah um, so how do stories spark a change This is such a wrong question, but how do they? Well, I'm going to give you an example. Since we've talked yeah. about Hermione, uh, let's mm-hmm. talk about her. Uh, or since we, both of us are aware of Harry Potter, and yeah. most people have read Harry Potter, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, let's talk about Hermione. Hermione has basically... Hermione is the basic, basically a nerd. Um, yeah. in the entire Harry Potter series. She loves books, unapolog- unapologetically loves books. She mm-hmm. loves learning. She is literally the smartest character in the entire series. Mm-hmm. And, too young, and she kind of made learning cool for an entire yeah. generation of people. Um, mm-hmm. Some stories spark change because they, they let people... They, they make things that are portrayed as not very cool things in the media or that that you don't really see something in the media and make it cool and really just interesting in general and inspire people uh and similarly one of my favorite characters Inez Jaffa from the Six of Crows duology which I've talked about already is a brown character who is who mm-hmm. is who throws knives who is really who who can basically tightrope across like a, across buildings and do really cool feats and as someone who reads a lot of fantasy and has never seen a brown character do that that has been really inspiring to me as someone who loves characters who are really really cool and um, yeah. extraordinary and stories let you see yourself in a character they spark inspiration mm-hmm. and imagination and everything and even things like you know are even things like mythology and uh 
even things like mythology are basically mm-hmm. stories that have inspired an entire well and like an entire civilization and i think yeah. the power of stories cannot be underestimated i don't know if that makes sense but yes true yeah it's, i feel like the facts up because i'm more into like movies and everything more than books um the fact that they they do make an influence as much as we try to think that they're not real but they but they still make a very um they they shape people's lives to be honest because um as you you've given examples of Hermione and then Inage as well because they're very um underseen characters like they've been very underrepresented those kinds of characters seen before so yeah but I think I think I don't get the whole thing around being nerd. I mean, I know it's, it's a common misconception that being nerdy is uncool, which mm-hmm. which drags a lot of people out out not into books and everything. But I didn't think that should be a reason. You know, um, I actually not think really. I actually think stories have changed that conception so that being yeah. nerd is actually really cool now. Uh, because in my, my life, like even mm-hmm. from middle school to high school, like being a nerd has like. In middle school has been like something to avoid and then in high school like in just like literally less than 3 years of me f- go from 6th grade to 9th grade mm-hmm. um being a nerd has gone from this really uncool thing to something people actually have aspired to be and i think that is because of stories yeah. and has yeah because being a nerd is cool wow that's that says a big change so what's your favorite book Out of all these books that you've read, what's your favorite? That is so hard. Um, well, like I've already mentioned, I am currently obsessed with the Grishaverse by Leigh Bardugo. Um, but mm-hmm. since I've already mentioned that, I'm gonna go with A Darker Shade of Magic by Victoria Schwab, which basically follows, which basically is a world where there is four different parallel Londons, and Ooh. yeah, nice. that's all I'm gonna say. It's just very cool. So it's like okay, okay, yes. What's it yes. called? A darker shade of magic. That's nice. Yeah. Um. So let's bring this to an end. But Nitya, Nitya's got a a good YouTube channel as well, where she reviews all kinds of books, and it's amazing. I loved it, and I think give it a check. And what, um, Nitya, would you like to say your YouTube channel's name? Yeah, uh I have a YouTube channel called The Bookish Kingdom um and I also have a blog called The Kingdom of Books. Um it's about that. So yeah, yeah. Do check it out. It I basically ramble on about books and sometimes writing and mm-hmm. I would really appreciate it if you checked it out. Thank you. Yeah. So obviously all of you who are going to listen to this are basically my Instagram followers. So I'm going to tag Nitya into this and Nitya's bio's got those links. Thanks a lot Nitya for being on the podcast and I think I've learned a lot about books today. Thanks um, for having me, Raga. This was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Thanks so much for coming on and bye guys. See you in a new episode and tune in for more. Bye.